Hi, how's it going, guys? My name is Michelangelo Clairbo, and today is episode. Hmm, I don't even know which episode it is anymore. Let me, let me check my Spotify here. So today is episode seven, and I'm joining you guys in a completely new year, completely new decade. It's 2020, and it's a great time to be alive. Uh, here in Ontario, there's not too much snow. Can't speak for Newfoundland, though. Um, a lot of snow over there. Uh, so for me, it's been a pretty mild winter. But anyways, today is also January 29th, which means it is Bell Let's Talk Day. So Bell Let's Talk Day is a fantastic campaign. And today actually marks the 10th annual Bell Let's Talk Day, uh, which creates a national conversation each year in Canada around mental illness. And the campaign really aims at fighting stigma and, of course, raising money for the cause. Now, in fact, more than 1 billion interactions have been recorded since the launch in 2011, and I'll go on about how you can actually interact with the campaign later, but they have already raised more than $100 million towards mental health initiatives across Canada. And this year, just like uh, I feel like most years, the company will still donate five cents every time someone engages with a campaign on social media or whenever Bell customers send text messages or make calls. And here, I'm just going to do a quick lowdown on how you can actually contribute to the campaign and help raise funds for the, this mental health initiative. On Twitter, you can have Hashtag the hashtags Bell Let's Talk or Bell Cause. Uh, that's cause spelled C-A-U-S-E on Twitter as well. If you watch the Bell Let's Talk video, every time you will contribute a view towards that video, it will be counted uh, as a donation there. Similar on Instagram as well. Watch the video. On Facebook, you can watch the video as well, or update your profile picture with the Bell Let's Talk 2020 frame. And even Snapchat users nowadays can chip in by using the Bell Let's Talk filter, or by viewing the Bell Let's Talk Day video, and I believe that's on the advertisement page there. And then, of course, five cents will also be contributed for every view of the Bell Let's Talk Day video on YouTube. So yeah, that's that's a, it's, it's a lot of easy ways to, that you can contribute today. Go ahead and watch that video, share it everywhere so everyone can watch it, and um, yeah, let's get that, uh, those funds raised. So so, um, money raised from Bell actually supports more than a thousand organizations across the country, and this includes mental health initiatives uh, for children, youth, indigenous communities, as well as military families. And um, oftentimes, they actually give out grants from five thousand to twenty-five thousand dollars to grassroots organizations on the front lines that are actively trying to make a difference in people's lives. So that's another way that Bell Let's Talk is really contributing to the mental health community. Now, regarding Bell Let's Talk Day, I just kind of wanted to address something because I've seen some posts on Instagram. I've seen some things from actually some of my own friends and some people have been asked, why is it that we only talk about this on one day of the year? Or why is it that we only have this initiative one day of the year? And some people get upset about that. Now, I think you're kind of mis interpreting what this campaign is all about. Yes, Bell Let's Talk Day is a fantastic day where people that normally wouldn't talk about mental health come out and actually contribute their own opinions regarding it or their own shared experiences with it. That's something fantastic. Now, I feel like some of the comments have been that have been made were are kind of downplaying those comments from people that don't regularly talk about mental health. And it's almost as though, oh, since you don't normally talk about it, why are you talking about it now? And I just like to say that I believe that thinking is wrong. You don't need to be 
talking about your mental health issues or struggles from someone else at all times of the year just in order to contribute on this special day of all occasions. The whole point of it is that we spark conversation and awareness. So it's only normal that more and more people share their stories on this day out of all others, more so than any other day, because they see more meaning in today. In a sense, it's this day gives people reprieve and gives them the safety net that they feel is necessary in order to share their own experiences. Like myself, this day is a very special day to me, and I genuinely believe that the Bell Let's Talk campaign has been able to help people to come out with their own struggles by making the general population more aware of mental illness in general and the actual prevalence of cases of mental illness within our society. Now, one could say, why doesn't Bell do more about this issue? Why don't they have more campaigns running? Why don't people in general speak up about this issue more often throughout the year? And yes, these are, these are real complaints and these are things that can be improved. And might I remind you that the goal of this podcast is to form an open social society where we can all talk about our struggles openly while receiving the appropriate support. However, down-talking the Bell Let's Talk campaign, as well as the individuals that are contributing to the campaign and, and actually helping to raise not only awareness, but also funds for the mental health community, I believe you're actually doing a genuine disservice to yourself, but also you're misinterpreting the intentions of Bell Let's Talk Day and other initiatives such as it. making such negative comments without actually providing constructive criticism, you fail to realize that campaigns such as these are meant to be the spark to the conversation. It really is up to you from then on to kindle that flame and make sure it actually ignites within you. If you want mental health and mental wellness to be more prevalent in everyday conversation, then you can be that spark. You just need to carry that torch forward. But there's no need to down-talk others that are trying to spark that conversation, especially on a day like today. And that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about on this subject. I just wanted to bring that up. Um, but since it is Bell Let's Talk Day, and we want to raise more awareness about mental health, let's talk about what's been going on with me in the past uh, little bit. So I'm not going to lie, it's been a bit of a rocky road for me over the past two months. Uh, I think it all kind of started, well, I guess technically it started during football two years ago, or was that three years now? I can't even remember. Yeah, it started then because I got injured. Whoever remembers me from the football days remembers that I was always walking around with a huge bandage around my hip and down my thigh <laughs> simply because, I don't know, something was going on with my hip flexors or my my labrum. I'm not entirely sure. There is There's a bit of tearing going on, let's just say. And since then, I've been taking it pretty light with working out, with just activity in general, just because my body was kind of... I don't know, it was kind of deteriorating, let's just say, for whatever reason, I wasn't going to physio, probably because I was out of school, I didn't really have the benefits from my mom anymore at the time. So I was kind of just, um, you know, following Instagram videos, following YouTube videos on certain stretches to do whatever. At a certain point, my hips became, it got 
pretty tight. So it started to actually affect my back muscles, my lower back muscles. And I guess my, since my hips were so tight, they started pulling all my muscles from my back. And I started to get this really bad back pain and I couldn't really do anything. Even sleeping would hurt. Basically, I would be waking up every few hours in my sleep, um, up to a point of like, what? two weeks ago where it was like every two hours straight up just I would be awake I was literally at one point during the last month just like a zombie because I hadn't been sleeping well for the past month and a bit and it really weighed on me so I guess what I want to say is I'm going to be talking about uh, the, the effects of your physical health on mental illness uh so yeah anyways back to back to the story um so yeah the the back pain I wasn't sleeping I kind of became like a zombie. I was really trying to get all my work done, but I always felt so groggy all the time. I was irritable because I hadn't been sleeping. And then on top of this, while I was not really being able to sleep, I also got stuck on this night shift rotation at work on the weekends. What I was basically doing was I would work both Saturday, Sunday, and I would go in from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then after the weekend, I would switch my schedule once again to just a regular day schedule, or I would try to at least. And then again, the next weekend, I'd go back and boom, I'm back into the night schedule for two days. Um, and that happened two more times. So all I can say is don't try and do that. It really sucks. If you're going to go for a night shift and rotation, try and make sure that all your shifts are just in a row or something because that shifting back and forth really messes with your circadian rhythm. And for me, it threw me off completely. I ended up getting like the flu at that time or whatever virus was going on, not the corona. Um, and yeah, I was really sick. I had back pain. I wasn't sleeping. Things were looking really down for me. I wasn't able to concentrate on school also, which just began in the beginning of January here. So everything was kind of a mess. I messed up and kind of skipped the first week because of school, rather, because, uh, you know, it's the first week of school. And then the second week, I was planning to just jump right into it. And that's when I got sick. So... That took me out for a good week, and when I t said I was sick, I was really in bed for a good two days, sleep trying to sleep nonstop. I finally went to a walk-in clinic for my back, and, and I asked my family doctor what was up, um, and I also started going to physio after I was finally done being sick, and we're working on that right now as well as my hip. Uh, so I'm finally getting some professional advice on my both my hip and my back from the physio i'm feeling better my sickness is gone i have a tiny little cough still but um i'm feeling so much better and i just wanted to say yeah the effects on my mental health were just at a certain point i thought my depression was just in full swing again and i'm just like no i can't let this happen I was just doing so well i was looking forward to the to the new semester in january and yet it uh it really took a dive in the in the first two weeks of January just because I was feeling so unwell physically and I really wasn't taking care of myself properly or at least I wasn't I was trying to but I wasn't seeking professional help and at the end of the day I was still trying to uphold that macho man outlook of I'm used to this I'm a football player I used to have aches and pains all the time but then I actually talked to my girlfriend and she kind of put it into perspective for me she basically put me in my place she was like man you haven't been a football player for a good two three years right now 
you there's no reason for you to be having these random aches and pains like you're still in season you haven't hit someone with with pads on in years and i was just like huh so that's how you feel But she had a point. She did have a point. And uh, that actually convinced me to go see the doctor because I was like, yeah, you know what? You're you're right. I shouldn't be uh, feeling any aches and pains. I should get this checked out. So I did. So basically what I wanted to say is that most people started their January with the aspirations of going to the gym all the time, staying healthy, eating healthy, and just feeling healthy. I seem to have gotten the opposite message, and I did everything opposite. I didn't even live during the daytime. I was on night shift schedule, so I was just a vampire, a sick and in-pain vampire for the month of January, and it took its toll on my mental health as well. Um, basically, I'm taking five courses again for the first time in a while while working uh, because I feel I felt like I was up to it in the beginning, or the, sorry, the end of December when I was choosing or November when I was choosing the courses and for a while for those first two weeks of January I was legitimately doubting myself did I make the right decision in going into so many courses am I able to handle that load is it going to be a, a replay of, of what's happened in the past years all of these questions started popping up in my head again and and just generally questions of self-doubt or or statements that would make me that would minimize who I am today because I am no longer that same person that would listen to those voices and the problem is is that I need to remind myself of that every single day and even on the good days I should still remind myself of how far I've come and what I am aspiring to and I believe it was Jordan Peterson who said this originally um, but he said that in life you should always have two things. You should always know what your goal is, what you're fighting to get to, what you're aspiring towards, but you should also be able to look at your own life and find a scenario or situation, emotions, a mental state that you no longer want to experience. And you know that if you do certain things, it will end up in that situation again. For me, it is those feelings of depression, the feelings of anxiety. If I allow them to consume myself, such as in moments of weakness where I had pain in my body as well as feeling ill, as well as being slightly delirious from night shift, if I allow myself to wallow in these negative thoughts, then I've essentially lost the fight. Not only would I have given up on my aspirations however temporarily that might have been, but also I would have allowed myself to recede back into that place where I no longer wanted to be, which is depression, which is anxiety. So with the help of my family, my mom especially, and uh, my girlfriend, I was able to kind of perk myself back up, or they were able to perk me back up, give me some inspiration again to, to get started and realize that I have been through worse and 
I'm able to to go through this, these courses, this illness, this back pain, as long as I actually do something about it and work towards the betterment of myself, whether that be um, physically, mentally, or academically, sports-related, whatever it may be. I just can't sit idly by and watch myself basically go to waste. I need to be active. And... On today of all days, I felt especially empowered to get back into the podcast and, and post something for you and, and update you guys on how I've been feeling, how I've been doing over the past little while. And Bell Let's Talk Day has once again given me the courage to talk about it. So thank you again, Bell, for having a wonderful campaign for the mental health community. <music> I think that's where I'm going to end it off. And I'd just like to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Open Social Society podcast. And thank you so much for joining me. Once again, my name is Michelangelo Clairbo. Uh, love you guys. And once again, if you want to start talking about mental health and make it more prevalent in our general conversation, just start talking about it. Be the change in your own community. Be the change in your own friend group, in your own work group. Whatever you want, just let's open up the conversation. That's literally what Bell Let's Talk Day is all about. So let's get it, guys. Peace out.